called May I Carry Your Basket? <laughs> Is that from Scary Stories? Yeah. Yeah, I, that actually sounds really familiar. Apparently they have audio versions of all this, these stories, too. I believe it or not, I actually just heard that on a podcast on a I listened podcast, to. Yeah. Uh, to, tell the, to Tell in the Dark? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, this guy found like a recording of them all. It was on Laser Time. Scary Stories to Tell It was a guy's like... And then I looked outside, and it was scary, and so I didn't look outside. <laughs> These are all, like, dumb short, too. I remember them. I remember one about eating... No, the, the one that I heard them talk about was about eating a toe. Yeah, the toe. Yeah. That's the name of that story. Yeah, original. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one about a dog that they brought home on their trip from Mexico, and it was just like a giant sewer rat or something. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> that one's in there. And that came with a nice illustration. Wait, now it's better. Accompanied. Kaylin and I recently reminisced about the girl who stood on a grave. <laughs> because appara- apparently her grandmother had these books. Oh. Her song I can sight read for everyone. Oh, I remember that A her too. song? Yeah, it's in the books. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I didn't know you were still talking about scary stories. It's in the books. <laughs> what books did you think I was talking I don't know. About? I thought you just meant a fucking book. <laughs> that, that tell one ended so abruptly. Yeah. And poorly. Yeah. It's like some... They didn't really get into who it is that came comes inside the house to get this kid. Also, what... Honestly, what... What the, the fuck dude were they gonna doing do eating with... a toe, by the way? Yeah. Was, for one... This will go they, great in that, our stew tonight. Yeah, that mom's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> for one, what's a dead guy gonna do with a goddamn toe? Well, he's just pissed that they took it. He doesn't, like, need it back. Obs. Oh, it's Gosh, like the Headless we... Horseman. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Mm. I, I carried your basket. <laughs> Spooktacular. I'm, I don't have our music so we're just gonna i'll put it in in post Ugh. thanksgiving spooktacular boo <laughs> i am one of your spooktacular hosts or ghosts spooktacular ghost Wait. ghost <laughs> fuck <laughs> shh, shh. i'm spooky joey that's it now it's you go and i'm phil (laughs) we have a spooky (laughs) guest a spooky (laughs) guest in the spooktorium from the lalgka podcast (laughs) also on explosive magic network shows (laughs) phil do you listen to Probably not. Hang on, I gotta take a bunch of pills. You guys. Oh yeah, Kim's here. Hey Kim. I mean, spooky Kim is here. I'm not very spooky. Talk in your spooky voice. I don't. Talk in your spooky voice. What's your What's your Treehouse of Horror scary version of your name? Yeah, that's a Simpsons thing. Like bat graining. (laughs) What's yours? Yeah, you just said kill (laughs) instead of fill because it rhymes. But what's the last part? Kill the manlin. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. So on this spooktacular magic show that will hopefully be posted before Thanksgiving, we're going to talk about some Thanksgiving stuff. Yeah. If you couldn't tell from the music. Hang on. Like overdosing on pills while recording a podcast. Uh, now I'm ready. Ready to talk spooktacular. Do you feel centered? <laughs> Not yet. Give me like 10 minutes. 
Then I'll be like way centered. So Phil, how's it going? We haven't recorded in a while. It's certainly going. Yeah, you you just moved, so that's why Magic Show's been on a little bit of a break. Um, and Kim's never recorded with Phil on a podcast before, even though she's a pro. So yeah, Kim, Kim yeah. also just it's cool finished exercising, so I set a mic up for her. And she <laughs> came downstairs. <laughs> Did you do a lot of reps? No, I was on the elliptical. I didn't do reps. Those are those are reps. No. Revolutions. The revs. Yeah. Revs? Yeah. Did you get a lot of revs? I got, I got lots of revs. You revved yeah. up? Found uh, um, <laughs> a pretty good combo of elliptical. This, hang on, we gotta really crank up this spooky music while I tell this story. Make it scary. Really, really good spooky combo for elliptical is podcasts and boobs on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> really makes those rev miles fly by. <laughs> I'll have to you try it Skinamax? Uh, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Obviously, it just made me stop flipping. That, <laughs> that's not on before dusk, though, right? I think that so, only yeah. comes on after dark. Yeah, the the oh, appropriate for Thanksgiving, right? After, after dark. dark. That sounds scary. So yeah, do, do all the Skinamax <laughs> channels now start showing like spooky booby movies? Yeah, which is also the name of my new. That like rolls off the tongue very nicely. <laughs> yeah, it's spooky my new movies. I'm gonna start making those. Can we start making those <laughs> <laughs> quick? We need to get some extra boobies. Should I switch up this music? Yeah. Let me skip ahead. This thing's like 40 minutes long. Let's see what's over here. So we better listen to the end. <laughs> the exciting conclusion. It actually still sounds just the same. <laughs> or we can download this song for 90 cents. I'm trying to think of funny porn versions of names <laughs> for scary movies. I can't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like there's a blowjob joke in The Headless Horseman that I'm just not clicking on the give head to the man on the horse <laughs> i just feel like a bestiality thing oh yeah well let's stay away from that at least you know let's get established first you don't have to watch the movie let's ease in. <laughs> and you certainly don't have to touch yourself while you're watching it well come on there are lines i'm gonna keep going no it is literally the same thing for 40 minutes mm-hmm all right, we're going to switch over to this, which we'll, you know, we can start talking about some of our Thanksgiving memories and spooky things. Uh, you guys may realize we don't really have a plan for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it anyway. All right, I'm going to pause the ha- ha- background music. Let's go into this first. Kim, do you know what this is? Phil knows what it is. The year is 1995. You will buy everything that has its name on it. A man has a monogrammed briefcase, and he walks by a weird dog. <laughs> and then a G flies into the sky. <laughs> no? Nothing? No, no. This is the theme song for Goosebumps, the TV series. We didn't have television oh, right. in the 90s. You were Amish in the 90s. I forgot. <laughs> Shit. Isn't this the theme song you heard in your head when you read the books? I, I also didn't read the Goosebumps book. I say, were you not allowed to have books either? <laughs> no, I had lots of books. What were you reading instead of Goosebumps? I don't know. 
Oh, this is great. It's great. Your fucking interview. <laughs> you don't I know. I mean, there was lots you, of other like, books to read. Were you like, I mean, you, did you have a series that you were into, like Babysitter's Club or. No, I didn't read that either. Boxcar Children. No. I read the first one of that and was like, oh, that'd be neat to live in a little boxcar. And I'm like, oh, their parents are all dead. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> But look at they had a little thing set up and they got their own food and they all live in a little boxcar. It's kind of neat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, those adorable orphans. <laughs> yeah, I read the first one. I didn't get too deep into it probably when they, you know, realized how desperate their situation was and turned to prostitution and stuff. Oh, my. I, I, I think that was the source material for Party of Five. Uh, boxcar Children? Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I can't tell if you're choking. I, I don't know if I am either. <laughs> You okay. can't remember if you heard that somewhere or if he made it up. Because <laughs> it's it's just possible enough. This is like the album version of, yeah, we got another four minutes of this. Let's keep going here. That's pretty awesome. So I got, I don't know if you guys had book order at mm-hmm. uh, school. We have book yeah. it. Book it. Is that the pizza thing? Yeah. yeah. But okay, so there's book it, but then book order was like the thing that was like one single folded like tissue like paper little, yeah. pamphlet that just had like lists of book names and occasional pictures, and you would just check on the paper uh, what ones you wanted, and you'd get them super cheap, and they deliver them to school. Yeah. We, every once in a while, they would come and set up in our lobby. The book fair. Yeah. Yeah. Book fair was kind of the same thing, but this was like a monthly thing, and I just that's how I got all the goosebumps. Is like right on the front center of the cover was the the new goosebump. For like, did they come out monthly? They came out really often. I have no idea. Uh, I'm, a lot gonna, of them. I'm gonna pull up the wiki for some some R.L. Stein goosebumps, but um, multitask. Phil, are you looking it up too? Yeah. All right. Well, this is great. Hey, Cam, you will you vamp for us? Uh, I didn't read the goosebump books. So <laughs> We've been over I this. Can't contribute very much to this. Topic. Did you read any? Any bu- <clears throat> any bumps related books? <laughs> no, nor did I read books about gooses. Uh, also, the name <laughs> that's where you were headed next. Uh, the 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 title "Goosebumps with a Z" is a song by American hip hop recording art- artist Mac Miller. Uh, in case you were wondering, it was number like forty three on the hip hop and R and B charts. A white rapper? Um, I don't know. Maybe I should look up Goosebumps with a Z. Let's keep this Goosebumps train rolling, too. Uh, yeah, remind me to do that afterwards. But let's let's get a little Goosebumps facts here. The original Goosebumps series. How many we get? I remember the I'm first... I'm guess. Okay, hang on. Yeah, you guess Let me while I'm looking. I'm going to guess that there were 143 you should, I was going to say you should guess lower, books. so it's impressive when I actually give you the, actual, the, like, the real one. All right, well, I'm guessing 143. 143 of the original, not including spinoffs, not including... You can including Choose Your Own Adventure? No, this is, original is before Weren't Choose Your Own like Adventure. they, numbered? No, they just, it, they all the same, like, cover, and then... My I, cousin had a bunch of them. I don't think they were numbered. I thought they were numbered. So when you put them all on your bookshelf with the spines yeah, out... Yeah, they have numbers on the sides. Yeah. What? Yeah. See, I didn't even own these books, and I know that. Come on, Joey. All right, hang on, I'm trying to find... There's Call yourself. Will you quit hitting your microphone? That's not me, it's Phil. Yeah, Kim. <laughs> I was watching you do it earlier. No, I was tweaking my mustache. <laughs> Goosebump book In a very maniacally <laughs> evil way. In a spooky way. Oh, shit, we ran out of Goosebumps music. Hang on. Find Goosebumps. Oh, okay. Uh, list of Goosebumps books. All right. In the original Goosebumps series, there were 62. Oh, I really blew it. Yeah, 
Thanks for making that way unimpressive. Uh, they give yourself goosebumps, though? I didn't know they did this many. Those were the Choose Your Own Adventures. There's 42 of those. All right, so we're up. We're near 100 now. Okay, and then eight special editions. And then Goosebumps Presents, there was 18. And then uh, Goosebumps 2000, there was 25 of those. And then Goosebumps Horrorland had 19, which Horrorland was one of the cooler ones. They apparently did a whole series of just Horrorland. There are a fuckload of these books, yeah. you guys. There's a, they had a couple of franchises within... Yeah, Goosebumps. those are all like Goosebumps 2000, Give Yourself Goosebumps, and then the, the dumb parody version of it, Gooflumps, which only, I was like... There's only two of them. Really? I think there's only two. Gooflumps. That Never heard of that one? Stupid. The, like the one about the toilet that ate people... And <laughs> yeah, there was this like, oh, this is a, it's like. Did like, you have a favorite Goosebumps franchise? Like, like even like Monster Blood or the Haunted Mask one? Um, I think that like the very first one was like, I from what I remember, legitimately scary. That one's called Welcome to Dead House, and that was Haunted House story. I don't really remember anything where it went, but I read that one not first. I got a handful of them and then started to kind of fill out the backlog. And then reading that one after reading, like, Night of the Living Dummy, which I believe is the one my mom read with me to make sure that they weren't satanic or whatever. (laughs) But, you know, back then she's like, hey, let me read this book with you. And I was like, oh, cool. I don't even have to read it. I just get to listen. But that was like her, like, screening my my books uh, and then started reading the back ones. And uh, Welcome to Dead House was, like, legit creepy. We could do this, Joey. Write goosebumps. Write this kind of book. <laughs> we could, could we? Yeah. Become young adult artists. You, Arthur. Arthur's. Authors. My no, name's that's, Arthur. That's the PBS kid. <laughs> uh, no, if you take out like, like half of my vocab, I couldn't use if I was writing for young kids. Like half of it. But the books are half as long, so <laughs> that's true. There you go. And then uh, I was really into the the monster blood series the last fun fact the last goosebump is monster blood 4 and it's unrelated to the i think some of the other canon or the monster blood is not monster blood the canon. monster blood the monster <laughs> blood is not actual monster blood like it's it's something from like a government experiment what yeah so, so it's like, like the Alex haunted Mac. mask ones too haunted mask was the first episode that they released on a vhs tape as like a special so it was like the special that launched the series but haunted mask on one of those big stupid poofy vhs boxes mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about with like mm-hmm. the extra lip or whatever yeah i bought that from like book order or some some shit and i watched it over and over and it was like an hour-long special and it's the fucking worst thing ever <laughs> if you've seen it like I feel recently like a lot of the stuff you watched as a kid is the worst thing but ever. it's still like in a great way in that way you it was a little girl who gets this creep oops this creepy mask and she puts it on and she's got to start to talk like tough and evil like a little little girl mm-hmm. and it's it's so bad but launched the entire goosebumps you know tv series which you know aired at the spooktacular time at like eight in the morning on saturday (laughs) did you ever graduate to fear street i didn't no No. my wife makes fun of me for reading goosebumps and not reading fear street she said she's much more sophisticated than i am because she she's reading more she well she never read goosebumps she just went right to fear street and apparently that that's rl stein too right yeah Okay, here's what I did. Instead of jumping to Fear Street uh, in fourth grade, 
I was like the new kid and the cool kid, which was like the only time in my life when I was the cool kid. <laughs> so in fourth grade, they had this like wall of books that they would just get sent into our school because we kind of went to the shit school in Madison. And um, somehow, I think maybe I was like, oh, I like this author back from the Goosebump days. R.L. Stein published his first uh, like adult novel called Superstitions or something like Superstitious, Superstition. I'm not familiar. Uh, well, I, don't know. I, you know. It's like, oh, I'm going to read this. I'm like, look at me reading this big adult book. It's like big <laughs> hardcover and like, you know, no pictures. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm going to pretend I can do this. But I remember within like the first five pages, there was, it said like fucking shit. And then it was two people like boning in it. And I was like sitting there reading it during like our designated reading time. I was like, nobody knows this is in this book. <laughs> I am going to fucking keep this forever. <laughs> Because I was like, if I suggested them to get this thing and they find out, I am going to get in so much trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So I kept that as well as the anatomy book. I kept checking out from the library because I convinced the librarian. I was like, no, I'm totally into anatomy. (laughs) It's like, because there's a naked girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you have that anatomy book? Um we had this sweet <laughs> medical book in my house that had totally had a, a, a chick with her boobs out. I mean, she was getting like a mammogram or whatever, but <laughs> I could so? see some nipples. <laughs> was all it right. like, you really, was it all like mid mammogram? So it smashed between the two oh. plates? Flat nipples, a nipple. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if I look at a weird angle, I can almost see through the plates and see the nipples. It was kept on the bookshelf right next to the weird adult Shel Silverstein book called Different Dances. Yeah, that's that informed a lot of the adult that you became today. That you yeah. kept <laughs> the medical encyclopedia and <laughs> Different Dances books. by Shel Silverstein. <laughs> what would you say your primary literary influences would be? Literary. Whenever we actually become successful on... That'll be the answer. <laughs> yeah, that'll. I just know that, that anatomy book in a fucking elementary school up to sixth grade had fucking Bush in it. I'm serious. That was like the find of a, of a fourth grade boy's life. Let me tell you. I don't even know how I found it, but I did. And you know what? Check that book out a lot. I can. I cannot relate to this. I'm sorry, Kim. What what wiener books um, yeah. did you check out at your school library? <laughs> All right, well, I got nothing else on Goosebumps. Let me switch. Pick a number, 1 through 62. Me? Yeah. Uh, 24, because Kim was watching. 24. I'm trying to overcompensate for the lack of fear music. Oh, shit, sorry. That was a hint here. <laughs> the Go back to the October, the scariest of the months. Yeah, sure. The year, 1994, which means we're in fourth grade. Oh, perfect. We were just talking about that. We were that. super <laughs> lucky that our, the, the year in the 90s corresponds with the year that we were going to school. For 94, fourth grade. Get it? <laughs> okay. Enough explained. <laughs> oh, spooky <laughs> coincidence. All right. I want you to guess which Goosebumps book this was. Okay. This was the 24th book in the Goosebumps book series. I just told you that. It was preceded by Return of the Mummy <laughs> and followed by Attack of the Mutant. Oh, okay. I thought that the was plot. like those were the the prequel and the sequel. No, <laughs> I was like, well, uh, it was Brooke and Zeke are in the school play. Okay. Later on, Brooke hears a story from a girl in the play that does scenery. <laughs> <laughs> the girl tells Brooke a story Ooh. 
<laughs> about a boy who was supposed to be in the play in 1923 and he was gone. <gasps> Everyone, including his parents, got worried. I'm really lost. Is, this, is she still talking about the story? The police looked everywhere and never found the boy's body. That was supposed to be in the play. If they tried to do Ooh. the play again, his ghost it's the, appears. It's the headless pianist? On the stage. The headless pianist. No, I don't. No. I, I don't think is it say. like, is the cover purple? Yes. And it's got to do with like, like a Mask of the Phantasm thing. Yes. Phantom of the Opera. No, it's it's called. Isn't it like the the headless? No. Pan- no. Okay. That's pretty good though. It's still a failure. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a clue. Read the synopsis again. <laughs> <laughs> the cast of well, the TV show, apparently. Oh, there was on the. Sh- they made an episode of it. I don't know. There's a cast that is listing people as other people. Oh, so. weird. I'll list, Wait, I, the cast of these people in the book played by these people. <laughs> the, t- the cover artist the was Tim. The, play. <laughs> the, the cover artist was Tim Jacobus. Yep. <laughs> it was published by Scholastic. Yeah, got it. It's 126 frightening pages long. <laughs> right. I, I saga none. <laughs> Written by R.L. Stein. I don't know. I got. I, that's all. It I got. is. Phantom of the Auditorium. All right, give give me one more. I even said Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) Well, I I knew the cover. I could picture the cover. All right, let's do like, I don't know, 30. No, 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 sooner. (laughs) I thought thought you meant let's do 30 more of these. (laughs) Well, I'm having a great time. Everyone everyone shut up. Uh, Do 15. (gasps) I don't know when I exactly stopped getting them, so... We still got the this. This was here. the fifteenth book in the Goosebumps book series. Hang on, I gotta switch back to Goosebumps music. That was this is dumb. All right, go ahead. This was the fifteenth book in the Goosebumps book series. Mm-hmm. It was produced by preceded, sorry, by the Werewolf of Fever Swamp, and it's a great name. One day at Horrorland. Yeah. Eddie Campbell is on a class field trip out in the forest with many of his classmates. How, why I'm afraid of bees. No. Okay. <laughs> Among his friends are Hat, which is the nickname of a boy who never takes off his hat, and Molly and Charlene, <laughs> two girls who are described as interchangeable, and indeed they are. All four of these children loathe the class show off. Courtney King. Mm. On the field trip, Trail trip. I went to school with a girl named Courtney King. And she was a bitch. <laughs> Eddie is and embarrassed. And a character. Eddie is one embarrassed or one-upped by Courtney several times. First, she spots a deer. Several spooky times? Then, she teases Eddie for being scared of a garden snake. Then the class crowds around Courtney as she lets two bumblebees walk across her palm. Then she takes the bees and throws them at Eddie. Is it a, the B one? Bitch. No. Oh, <laughs> red herring here. <laughs> Fuck. You already this guessed is, this bees, is, Joey. Long, this is the whole story. <laughs> the synopsis is like it's like five thousand words long. And then this is what <laughs> happens. And in the end, on the bus ride back, the quartet of friends discuss how Courtney and her best friend Denise never seem to be afraid of anything. As the bus drives past the muddy forest, Eddie wonders if she would even be scared 
of the fabled blah 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 that they're supposed to live in the forest. Werewolf of Fever Swamp. No. God damn it! <laughs> that preceded this book. Oh god. Here. Werewolf of Fever Swamp too. The fabled mud monsters that supposedly oh. lived in the forest. Mud monster fever swamp. <laughs> no. <laughs> His older brother, Kevin, is making a movie uh, about the legend of these mud monsters in his spare time, I, starring the, his friends. The cover is like a swamp thing reaching out like this, and it's like brownish or yellow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. People can't see what you're doing. Yeah, no, no, I'm, this is for you. <laughs> oh, shit, we're recording right now? On the way home after... Oh. Swamp people. No. Swamp thing. It's a phrase. <laughs> Not without my swampy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? I have no. I have twenty other paragraphs no, I it, to get through. It's, it's Mr. Swamps. No, this this title is awful. Okay, Swamp in fact. You can't scare me. Really? Yeah, that's a dumb title. It's so that's generic stupid. and bad. You can't. You but there's. It's got the Swamp Guys on the cover. Yeah, you think it'd be called Swamp Guys of Fever Swamp or something? Yeah. <laughs> swamp Guys of Fever Swamp that lived do- next door to the Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Well, Joey, you're out for two. Fuck. All right. Well, one more then. Fine. Number eight. Do you just know what eight is? And say you're just <laughs> Wait, going what, with the what, ringer. Hang on. Which number did I say? Let me look. This is a this is a l- bit of a, a an off one. Okay. Lucy Dark. I'm gonna find some more scary right. music while we're oh, while we're doing <clears> this here. I can do my um, <clears throat> just more movie trailer stuff. Your what? Lucy Dark is spending her summer vacation scaring her brother and participating in the local library's reading program. <laughs> she scares her she scares her brother Randy by merely mentioning that there might be a monster behind a tree in a bush around the corner, etc. <laughs> Randy falls. Yes. Okay. Randy falls for this because he is six years old. <laughs> okay. The reading program at the library is called Reading Rangers, and the deputy of the program <laughs> is the hideous, bald, sweaty, mole-like man named Mister Mortman. <laughs> Mr. Mortman tries to encourage Lucy to read the classics. Is it like my teacher is a monster? No. Uh, but is the it, only book she really digs is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Is the cover a, a, a teacher eating a bug? He looks like he's about to. Yeah. And it's purple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, asks, <laughs> she asks whether White Fang is about a monster, and she also asks if... And my substitute- Green Gables has any monsters. My in substitute it. teacher is a, a. He's not a teacher. He's, he's there's the nothing, book program. There's that nothing guy about. At the library. There's nothing about teachers. The librarian is a monster. No. Librarian monsters. No. Super monster library. Monsters one, at the library. One rainy, library full of monsters. There's nothing with library. <laughs> okay. One rainy summer evening, Lucy leaves the library, and realizes she forgot her rollerblades. <gasps> she goes back to the library. After it's closed, and well hiding, hiding because she's lost her rollerblades apparently, <laughs> she sees Mr. Mortman reaching into his desk to procure some flies to feed his pet turtles, <laughs> which he keeps <laughs> in a metal pan on his desk at all times. <laughs> 
Lucy sees Mr. Mortman's head swell up, his eyes bulge out, and his mouth turns into a gaping black maw. My my teacher is an insect. No. There's no teacher involved. Lucy leaves in a hurry and forgets her rollerblades again. <clears throat> Attack the so bug she, people. And so she has to go back. What's with this fucking bitch and her rollerblades? Roller <laughs> that for real is what the synopsis says. No, locked. this isn't the synopsis on the back of the book. This is the synopsis on like Wikipedia. So like I could go change it right now. Okay. okay. This book is now about <laughs> Joey and Phil <laughs> joining the Reading Rangers. If anybody wants to go to Goosebumps.Wikia and make all the Goosebumps books about Joey and Phil <laughs> and send us screen grabs. Please do that. This, this, there's one like 40-year-old, like super bummed out dude who's like, oh man, what's that, what are these guys doing? I have to go fix all those, man. I'm so bummed, but now I got something to do again. <laughs> Alright, what is it? I don't, I don't know. The girl who cried. Monster. Monster. Oh, that's a good title. Better than whatever that other. You can't scare me. (laughs) One you already forgot. Yeah. (laughs) The the where mud uh, mud swamp. (laughs) The the mud people of werewolf swamp. Uh, I believe uh, naturally. Natch. I I do love goosebumps. I I unironically loved goosebumps. I'm trying to convince Caitlin that our unborn son. Needs. Oh yeah, Phil's having all, a son. By the way, everyone wants update. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you could probably get them all on like eBay now. Yeah, so, the, welcome to our Goosebumps fan cast. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, we're like twenty I, minutes into the show already. Magico. It's just gonna become the Goosebumps. Yeah, fan cast. Kim, you had to have read some kind of scary stories or a book. Do you know what those are? Yeah, I read <laughs> okay. lots of books. You read lots of book. You jerk. <laughs> I had all the um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm. Ooh, those are good ones. I never had those because they were too scary looking on the cover. They did have some creepy illustrations. Yeah. The, we had I those had them in as a box set. Ooh. Mm. Yes. They, had, they had them in our elementary school library, and whoever had them checked out was the coolest one at the time. <laughs> At least I at least that's what I like to think because I I always had them checked out. (laughs) You pre filled out the entire card with just your name and turned it in. Yeah, so I was the only one looking at my name. (laughs) (laughs) Look at all this list of cool people. Oh, they're all me. Imagine that. I don't know why I never got into those. I think it's because I had goosebumps and then it was like that time when I was already drawing like somewhat violent pictures, so my mom didn't want me to like descend too deep into like all this gross and like semi what are you looking at over there i want kim to read us one of them in oh. a scary voice oh. there's all three books available online yeah sweet um do you did you already pick one out for her or well, she, like a story? She, owned, she owned them she no i mean did you pick a story out for her to read or is it just the book here well there's they're, they're all in lists and there's also books one through three okay why don't you give us some titles what do we got i remember this one um, how many books? There are three. There are three books. books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the story. It was called. I don't remember anything about it. You have to do <laughs> it, it in so a familiar. scary voice. Spooky voice. Me, Ty Doty Walker. <laughs> and this sounds frightening. Terrifying. Be be really compelling. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let's that was see. Tales from the Crypt. The right. Wendigo. Do you remember the Wendigo? None of these sound scary. So are, these things were actually the Wendigo. scary, right? Do you remember reading them and they were terrifying? Yeah, my uh, my wife said that her grandmother used to take these camping, and this is what they're like. Oh, like 
like campfire stories would be. All right, I picked a story. Hang on. I'm going to go with Mitai Doti Walker. Hang on. You got to do it scary. I'm going to play this music. You have to try as hard as possible. So, roll Let's doll. Get, roll doll. Is this, is this, <laughs> are, we, are we back? We're back. Roll doll. Wait, can it's, we, do you need some sort of prompt to the why we're talking about roll doll suddenly? <laughs> is, why? I don't know. It's totally. Jump cut. Yeah, I'll put something in there. Roll doll. <laughs> <laughs> put a put a Wilhelm scream. Yeah, is totally not a woman. <laughs> that Joey thought Roald Dahl has been a woman since. 20, Wait, seriously? You thought Roald Dahl was a woman? Twenty-eight years until right now. Yes. What, Joey? I don't fucking know, dog. Describe him in a scary way. Roald Dahl. <laughs> the picture I have of him. Does not seem to be his best day. <laughs> he is a creepy, wow. half balding person <laughs> with one beady eye and another beady eye that's beady in a different way. <laughs> he looks very confused and lost and totally probably a sex pervert. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the best looking man. With, <laughs> Did you just look him up? Yeah. With, yeah, fuck right. <laughs> with books like Charlie and the Chocolate Panty Factory <laughs> and James and the Vagiant Peach. <laughs> You've been what? working on those for a while. <laughs> and The Bitches. <laughs> and Fantastic Mr. Cox. Uh, yeah. And Matilda's pussy. Yeah, those make way more sense uh, now that I know that Roald Dahl's not a woman. Because at first I thought that was just inappropriate. <laughs> Women shouldn't talk that way. Kim, did you find us a story? Yes. Kim, <clears throat> hang on, guys. What kind of what spooky shit should I look for? Spooky shit. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. All right. Well, that's not working. Uh, there's a, a there's of sounds right here on this website. Thanksgiving music. What's the story, Kim? The story is Mitai Doti Walker. Say it scary. Spooky. <laughs> this is like the least scary <laughs> thing. You've got to say <laughs> it's spooky. <laughs> you, I mean, we're, we're obviously going with the classic, like, gravelly voice, but you can always do, like, the creepy, like, gravelly keeper, voice. Crypt keeper, <laughs> gravelly voice. <laughs> Should really try that creepy, gravelly Aww. voice. I don't really have a very creepy voice. <laughs> it's just thriller. I don't know. Thanksgiving. Songs. Yeah, it's thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> That's fine, too. We probably should close that before we get in trouble. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> well, before we have to Even pay Even scarier. <laughs> All right. Me, Tai Doty Walker. It's spooky. There was a haunted no, house. No, see, say the title spooky, too. Me, Tai Doty Walker. All right. Me, Tai you can't do it over a song with words. <laughs> Don't let Monster Mash the Monster in Mash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Come on, be spooky. I'm not going to say words over these. The Monster Mash. I hope the Ghostbusters yeah. theme is next. <laughs> well, Phil, with the magic of the internet, it totally can be. All right, hang on. Let me get back to this. You need one of those like haunted house sound effects CDs. Yeah. It's just like an hour of creaking like doors and, and <sighs> Yeah. 
Here's haunted house sounds. Uh, a dog in the background. It's 15 minutes long. You <laughs> just have Phil. Here's 15 minute long. Um, first save on Lysol. <laughs> and then Lysol. Spooky Lysol. <laughs> the scariest of the air fresheners. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now we got our smells like daisies. All right. Mm. Oh. oh man, spooky! <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, not what I would have used to describe it. Oh man, terrifying! Sure thing. Go on. All right. Whew. There was a haunted house. Yeah. Where every night, oh, they give the end away right in the first sentence. Well, no, I wouldn't have known it was the end. You don't know. There was a haunted house where every night a bloody head fell down the chimney. <gasps> At least that's what people said. So nobody would stay there overnight. Then, a rich there. man offered $200 to whoever would do it. I'll give $200 to whoever would do this. What do you, and what this do you boy do said he would try if he could have his dog with him. I'll take uh, give me your dog. So yeah. it was all settled. <laughs> the very next night, the boy went to the house with his dog. To make it more go. cheerful, he started a fire in the fireplace. <laughs> then he sat in very, front of the fire. Seems very and time waited. intensive, but yeah. And his dog waited with him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. For a while, <laughs> nothing dog. happened. Good dog, yeah. But a little after midnight, he heard someone singing <gasps> softly off in the woods. What was that? The singing sounded something like this. Sounds really off key. Me tie do tea walker. It's just somebody singing, the boy told himself. But he was frightened. I'm not frightened, really. Then his dog answered the song. What? Softly and sadly, it sang. Linchy, kinchy, collie, molly, dingo, dingo. <laughs> Why don't you give that to the, the singer, ghost? <laughs> The boy could not believe his ears. What the fucking fuck? The dog had never uttered a word before. There's a talking You know, because it's a dog. <laughs> Is that what it says? No. <laughs> then, There's a talking fucking dog here. Then, a few minutes later, he heard the singing again. Oh my god, it's still here. Now it was closer mm. and louder, but the words were the same. Me tie do tea walker. I'm surprised I haven't left this house yet. This time, there's $200 on the line, Joey. Come on. I'm who's Joey? I'm the little boy from the story with a the dog. The boy that tried suddenly to talks. stop his dog from answering. Huh? He was afraid that whoever was singing would hear it and come for them. But his dog paid no attention. I hope they don't notice my massive fire. And again, it's saying, Lynchy, Kinchy, Kali, Molly, Dingo, Dingo. Dingo, Dingo. A retarded person <laughs> snuck into the house. A half hour later, the boy heard the singing again. Now it was in the backyard. And the song was the same. Me tie do tea walker. Again, the boy tried to keep his dog quiet, but the dog sang out louder than ever. This song is Lynchy, boring. kinchy, kali, molly, dingo, dingo. So the dog is singing? Yes. Why is my dog singing? <sighs> Duh, Joey. <laughs> Who are you? Soon, the boy heard the singing again. Now it was coming down the chimney. <gasps> Me tie do tea walker. 
the dog sang right back. Lynchy, kinchy, collie, molly, dingo, dingo. Good thing I have a fire lit. Suddenly, a bloody head fell out of the chimney. It missed the fire and landed right next to the dog. The dog took one look at it and keel over dead from fright. (gasps) My talking dog! The head turned and stared at the boy, and slowly it opened its mouth and... (gasps) turned to one of your friends and scream. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. If I if we were reading that on fire and you did that, I would probably punch you on reflex. <laughs> <laughs> also, how did kid I get mean, that black eye? She read a <laughs> she read a kid's book to Joey in the dark. This I hope this is just a typo for this thing. It's not actually in the book, but it totally says the dog took one look at it and keel over dead. It's probably a transcription error. I would I would guess. So uh, that's this me, Tidoji Walker. Theater of the mind. <laughs> Spooky stories to tell your kids in the dark. Buy them. What's it? What? Good thing you Scary don't have stories a, to tell in the dark. You don't have a fireplace, Joey. <laughs> so yeah, we're safe, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also probably have to cut the word retard out of the podcast back there. <laughs> you said retard. As if there's this retard singing in the back of the house. <laughs> Only knows three words. That aren't even real and then, words. And then my dog started talking. I'll yeah. just censor it, whatever. Yeah. What the heck? Retard. <laughs> Is, does that translate to anything, Kim? Uh, mm. What, retard? No. Me tied doty. It's me tie, M E space T I E space doty D O U G H dash T Y Walker. Me do walk. No, Phil. Tea tied dough. So is that about what all those stories in those books were like? Yeah. Like that short, and they were like kind of. <laughs> yeah. Just turn your turn and screen. <laughs> They're all interactive. No, 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 no. Interactive performance pieces. The one that the one that stuck out in my head was like turn to your friend and grab their tit. <laughs> yeah. Let's read, let's read this book again. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> It's really awkward when you read it with your mom. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Ah. Read the book. <laughs> Sit down, Phil, and read the book. My mom's a lovely woman. Yeah, she is. She's, she's lovely. Uh, where's more scary music? Kim, what are you looking up? I'm looking up to see if me type Doty Walker means it. I have a computer. I could probably do it faster. Spell it for me. I am doing it just fine. Things so far. No one. So everybody says it doesn't mean anything. Yep. Huh? <laughs> we harder to cut some of this dead space. <laughs> I like the. It has all the art from the book in, on this website. It's pretty cool. No, the sweet. art was the creepiest part about. Yeah, the books. Those, those covers. I remember being pretty scary. Yeah. And then they, I didn't realize were they were interactive in that. You know, turn and. Well, they they aren't all like that. Okay, good. Cause that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most of them are pretty pretty bad when you read them now. Oh, okay. This also this thing that the sound effects loop I'm playing you guys has terrifying fucking pictures that I just have to look at <laughs> while these sounds are playing. It's just been on loop and it's like actually legitimately <laughs> creepy stuff. Like dead things. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Anyway, what we, what changed to spooky? Favorite ambience? scary movies, everyone. Oh, excuse me. Ooh. 
All right, I'm back. Favorite scary movies? I think we talked a little bit about that because I had to um, look yeah. at my my shelf for. Sh- Is there a movie that you're planning on watching on Thanksgiving? No, we don't no. get limited. Kim's then. not a scary movie person. Although I do think we I used to enjoy scary movies. I mean, not like super scary ones ever, but isn't that like part of? You probably talked about this on whatever other podcast you guys do. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Didn't you guys kind of? have an early part of your relationship that hinged on a very classic horror film yeah the classic, horror. classic horror film yeah, yeah. Je- jeepers creepers <laughs> yeah are you prodding for this story phil <laughs> which you I can thought buy- it, i thought it was evil dead but i oh oh we did actually yeah that's another separate story because that's i i lent you Is and jeepers creepers some Joey, sort of weird I don't sex need- thing <laughs> What the fuck is a Jeepers Creepers? <laughs> Phil just tapped into a weird part of our history. That's See, what the, I call the, it. The Evil Dead thing. I don't even remember this. Of course you don't, because you weren't a nerdy kid with a girl finally talking to him. You were just using me for my meat. <laughs> Your movies? My movies. Your movie meat. My sweet VHS movie meat collection. I knew buying all these would pay off. That's why I keep stocking up on shit because it's just going to pay off again. <laughs> Not with ladies, if that's what you're wondering, Kim, but it's just going to pay off again. No, with dudes. I'm like, yeah, Kim's friend <laughs> with dudes. Yeah, that's why I get friends come over. That's a, a lesson I learned when I was like, hey, the more toys you have, the more kids want to play with you. No, the... Uh, it was Kim's friend wanted to borrow scary movies for her and Kim to watch when Kim slept over at her house and she, like Kim didn't even talk to me because she was all like mm, fucking weird kid <laughs> and then I lent them Evil Dead I'm like hey this one's pretty good it has tree rape in it and that's how you get the lady <laughs> but no one of our first date ish type things before we were really going out was uh, to Jeepers Creepers, Jeepers Creepers because Kim and I wanted to go to scary movies because it gave her an excuse to hold my hand even though it was like oh don't hold my hand um, and she was like holding it during the first like 15-20 minutes and then it was like this movie's not even scary it's the dumbest thing and I've then, ever seen and then it fucking like dissolved and not only was I bummed because I was in a shitty movie but she wasn't scared anymore so she wouldn't have to hold but my I hand but I just and, kept making fun of the movie like, yeah the that was time. really great too because there's a scene where like the jeeper creeper guy uh, gets hit by a car or something. yeah and then he just like humps the ground for five minutes and it's <laughs> creepy like he's trying to flap away and he just got like fucking destroyed by the cars and like smashed to death and he's flapping his wings and the body's oh. just like pounding and against i just the found body. it hilarious i should fucking buy that we should watch jeepers creepers again <laughs> <laughs> the first movie caitlin and i saw together was also scary was it oh, jeepers was it? creepers no hotel rwanda <laughs> <laughs> That's just classic horror. Oh, Genocide. Oh, what a man. what a romantic date movie. We weren't dating at the time. Yeah, romantic still. She was mad at me because I kept looking at my phone during she the didn't movie. Even, didn't even know me. <laughs> well, was that asshole looking impression. at his phone during Hotel Rwanda? Did you, were you with a group? A couple people, like four or five people. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'd be funny if you guys went on a date together and you're in the fucking movie just checking your phone. No. And then after that, we saw Murder Ball. Well, that, that, that's probably about, a cool book. Cripples. Yeah. <laughs> wait, also scary. Is, is that, is Facing that a, your own limited mortality. Wait, I'm sorry. Is that a non-PC word? Yeah, kind of. Really? Everything is not... They're taking it back. <laughs> I'm taking it back. The fucking cripple Murder Ball movie. It's pretty sweet. What's up, my cripper? Right? No. No. See what you did there. I'm looking at my shelf to find out what to talk about. We have to watch The Brood and oh, talk about it. We should. We watch it. I could put it on right now. We just finished watching it right now. 
I don't know. Do you think that's something? I guess we could ask. I've never seen that. I haven't either. Say so we should ask the audience if watching a movie or getting audio of us watching a movie that you can sync, sync up, up with, with a movie, movie is something you would yeah, even want we did expose the magical rift, rift tracks. tracks it wouldn't yeah. even be rift tracks those people watch those like 700 times to pick it apart but just like us reacting to movies is that even like no <laughs> that means yes so kim didn't want to do lol jk either so it's probably fine you know what i just thought of so thanks a lot um, Go on. What scary movies? Because I used to watch a lot of like the classic scary movies. Oh, Zelda. <sighs> Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> God, you know me so well. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Okay, good. Keep going. Um. So I've you know I watched Exorcist a lot like when I was younger. Like I probably saw- before I should have seen movies like that. I, I have that over there. Like I haven't that. even like sat down and watched Exorcist start to finish. But one of the movies that really terrified me was Pet Cemetery, mm. And the... The... To me, the scariest part of Pet Cemetery was, like, not even a part that was meant to be very scary. <laughs> but they talk about... I think it's, like, the people who live next door or something. No, it, isn't it her sister? It's, like, the mom's sister or something. It's somebody's sister, yeah. Is, like, something is wrong with her. And they keep her like locked in the attic upstairs or something. Yeah. And there's the and her name is Zelda. And there's the scene where she comes down the stairs, like Ugh. in are you looking it up? <laughs> yeah. Don't turn the thing around and show it. I to won't me. show it. I'll I'll disconnect oh, something. God. <laughs> but she comes down the stairs, like in a back bend position on her fingers and toes. You're mixing this up with fucking exorcist. Oh, fuck. That's exorcist. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I started the story saying about how I was like exorcist but this is how traumatized I was by that that I never watched it again <laughs> so now I don't remember exactly how it happened but the lady Zelda she was terrifying okay. to me what she Zelda? was so scary Zelda, combined, have you seen Pet Cemetery? I, um, no I haven't Okay, I was combining uh, Pet Cemetery and Exorcist in my head. Before I did it? No, title wise. <laughs> just title wise. And you know what I came up with? Oh. Pet Exorcist. No, Pet Sexorcist. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. It's a good joke. <laughs> Everybody, no. Every, hey, no, hey. no, no, no. I can't fucking find the, the Zelda scene. Because that's what I'm saying. It was like two seconds. It wasn't even supposed to be like a big part of the movie. But for some reason, it stuck it, with it me. Was like it was just like you just like saw her. In the bed. Yeah. And it terrified me. Here's the thing, too, is that Kim talked about how much that movie creeps her out. And I think we rented it on VHS. And we got to that part and you, like, wouldn't watch it, right? Yeah. So uh, I took it home and put it on and laid in bed. And I had the basement room to myself. So it was, like, sliding glass door to the outside. Stairs up into the rest of the house. Just dark. Parents asleep. Put that movie on and then fell asleep and woke up at that part oh, that Kim was like all flipping her shit about. And it was just like, I think it was actually somebody who was deformed in some way. That's why they kept her locked in the attic because there was something wrong with her. Yeah, but I mean like the actor who played Zelda oh. was was a dude who was like, yeah, I'm looking at it. It's like a mon- <laughs> oh, God. I like just like kind of bone showing stuff and i it was her just like going and then it was like freak out the sister and she backed out of the room and that's what i woke up to just like sat up in bed walked over 
turned the TV off, <laughs> went back to bed. And if that happened, like, now, I probably wouldn't be able to sleep. But it was just, like, like such a, um, like, this is exactly what horror is. <laughs> like, getting woken up by a thing that terrifies Kim so bad she can't even look at it or talk about it. And I just get woken up by it and see it and, like... It's like you get pushed through to the other side. It's like, this isn't even seeming scary anymore. <laughs> Just turn the TV off and went back to sleep. All right, well, Phil, if you want to see Zelda, she's, here she is. It's pretty fucking gross. Uh, but yeah, Zelda was actually a dude. A little trivia for you, Kim. Okay. Does that make it less scary? Yeah. No. I, I don't know why there's no sound. Maybe there was no sound to Zelda. Don't. Are you trying to play it? Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it, Joey. Okay. Well, Pet Cemetery, uh, it, also Stephen King. I remember that one fucking me up for a while and then being really disappointed in myself later when I realized it was like a made for TV movie. What? It. Oh, it. Yes. Yeah. I never saw that one. Really? Yeah. Phil? It? Mm hmm. Yeah. Scared? No? Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Well, what else we got? Have you ever? Have All right, you, we're gonna move on past. Have you it. ever had any actual experiences in like paranormal or ghost related? Mm. Phil, have you ever had any uh, experiences that were paranormal or ghost related? Yes. So tell me about them. How about I cue up my spooky ambience and you tell me about it? I was visiting my grandparents in Englewood, Florida. And you know in Englewood, things are up to no good. <laughs> I don't think that refers to Florida. What? I don't think that refers to Florida. Yes. <laughs> the Gulf Coast. Or the Ghost Coast. Or the Gulf Coast. <laughs> I think Gulf Coast your, is better. Your preference. <laughs> The Gulf Coast. Yeah, they, they just moved into some sort of large, fancy house retirement village. Ooh. <laughs> where people die all the time. <laughs> so there's lots of ghosts there. But I remember <laughs> staying there, and I fell asleep on their couch. I was sleeping on their couch that night. Was it a spooky couch? It was black and white. Spooky couch. I loved it. Beetlejuice couch? One of my favorite couches. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about this couch. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of it, and I'm so mad that they didn't give it to me. And this is really just calling you out, Grandma and Grandpa. I wanted those couches. Sure. No. I... I mean, it totally probably was dreaming, but I was sleeping on this couch, and I heard some noises. And when I... I, I kind of woke up, and... I had a direct line of sight to the front door down this hallway and I woke up and there was a large older man wearing kind of a fedora type hat walking towards me very slowly and and I freaked the fuck out and I ran and I slept at the foot of my grandparents bed the rest of the night because I, I saw him clearly when I woke up and I, like, as I like, like tried to like orient myself. Yeah. And then I, you saw his I, face. You no, full on saw his face. I, I, it was. An, I just could tell it was an older man with like a, a fedora hat on. Okay. And that's pretty and dope for a ghost for and, one. And walking down, like walking, to, like coming down slowly towards me. Do you have a walker? No. Okay. 
He's walking very slowly, though. He looked like he might have had a herniated disc or something. <laughs> <laughs> but did he look in like? Hindsight. Did he look like an old guy who was lost? <laughs> he probably was in the wrong house because <laughs> they all looked pretty similar. <laughs> was it your grandpa? But, no, no, it wasn't. They were sleeping. Somebody, somebody help me! And then Phil freaks the fuck out. He's like, I'm so lost. <laughs> Spooky. So, I ran into my parent, my grandparents' room, and I slept in there. Yeah. Um, Did you tell them about it? No. Fuck no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I gotta rat on the ghost. <laughs> they can fucking snitches, get me anyway. Snitches dig ditches or whatever the fucking phrases are. Get stitches, man. Um, yeah, but it's just a ghost. You can't it, touch you or something. The the first house that I ever lived in, and this is like, um, I was after I was born, I lived in an apartment with my parents until I was like one, and then we moved into a house. And it was had been in our family for a while, and and we moved out. I think when I was like three or or two, but the people that lived in that house after us um, had Oprah there because they were Is seeing. Is that the name of their ghost? No, they had they had Oprah. Oprah's show came oh. for part of a segment because because it was haunted. Because they were seeing faces in the fireplace when they lit fires. <laughs> A girl, a girl that I was friends with in like elementary school, her house was featured on some show about haunted I, houses. I'm, I'm actually looking that up. Uh, was there any more to the Oprah story? Did um, she give him a free car? <laughs> no. I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't think Oprah saw the faces in the fireplace. Oh bummer! They, they got the fuck out of that. That was like the Geraldo. Like they they light the fire and point the camera at it, and there's no fucking stuff in in the tomb or whatever. There's a ton of stories in my family though. Like my aunt. Uh, I had a really cool aunt, but she passed away very young, and I think when I was maybe three. And there are a lot of stories though about like when families around and they were reminiscing about her or talking about her, and and things would kind of happen that would sort of like creep people out, but in a way that's like, oh, she's around or whatever. But like, um, my grandma had a in their their dining area had a big like cabinet with glass doors that you could see stuff through it, mm. and they and like an egg. Like a Fabergé egg type thing started spinning and like fell out of the cabinet. What? And uh, no. And, and my my aunt's uh, music box uh, goes off sporadically, which I think with music boxes it's kind of like, you know, they're tension based things, mm-hmm. and that even so they'll just like kind of snap or something. Yeah, even yeah. after years, like it's been moving so slowly to get to a like a give point yeah that all of a sudden it goes off or maybe it's a ghost it's I don't probably know. i'm gonna go with ghosts because that seems easier yeah i just i remember there was like an actual story and i'm trying to find it and i can't it was like one of the i'm talking directly to kim now because i no one else will know the reference but it's like between madison and hanover there was like a house out there that somebody right on the corner past goalies like As we, you turn in the bend. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was my friend. Her name was Ashley. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me about I, this. I don't... You stayed there? Yeah. So there was... Wasn't there something about, like, in a bathtub? And I like, don't... I honestly... It was so... Like, I was so young, and I don't... I mean, it's like I was... You know, I mean, I was old enough to, like, have sleepovers or whatever. Yeah. But I don't remember the... Like, the basics of the story. I don't know that I ever knew it. I just knew that it was, like supposedly haunted and it was featured on something 
but I, remember, I, mean, I, I remember thought the I story was like went there, there before, were but a, I honestly don't know the background of like the haunting part of it. It was like the bat in the bathtub. They got suddenly got scratches like all over their legs, like something was scratching their legs. I don't know. That's what I remembered from that because that terrified me. But I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck it was about. What's this place called? <laughs> Hauntings within Indiana. Did you? Henry Johnson. State Road, State Road 62. 62. State Road 62, Indiana. Or Clifty Drive, maybe. Haunted. Hauntings within Indiana. Indianapolis. Hmm. What happened? See, I just I don't I don't remember anything about that. Only hearing about it, but yeah. Maybe I can end the derailment. I don't think I've ever really had any, you know, like ghost experiences or whatever. I have had very minimal people in my family die and all that. So there's like the whole death thing isn't really a big conversation at. You just have terrifying nightmares. I just have, I do have really terrifying nightmares, but I, I wake up like breathing heavy and then just go back to sleep. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have, I've never really, as much as I buy into that shit and like think it's fascinating for people trying to like pry meaning out of all of that stuff, like, like UFOs or, or otherworldly stuff, I, I've never really experienced any of it, which is good because one, it probably shit my fucking pants, like no matter what the thing was. <laughs> <laughs> like, first sign of anything, we we're like, <gasps> <laughs> like, <laughs> like Kim's feet go numb, I shit my pants, and then we both die together. It's very sweet. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> But yeah, Maybe your kismet. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> like meant for each other. That's our kismet. And that's like our thing. Yeah. I'm so just f- talking about Bachnanism. What's what's that? It's a cat's cradle. Good Vonnegut. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> do you guys have any Thanks- sweet Thanksgiving costumes as a kid? No, I had awful Halloween <laughs> costumes. <laughs> Anything sexy? I just me really trying very hard. Trying really hard, or <laughs> or or not not getting it. it just, <laughs> I'm really confused by your workaround and this answer know. here. What Eventually, is it? I just started going as a lumberjack because it's not that far. Because you had a beard when you were like, like eight. I just bought an axe and that was. It. <laughs> you carried a real axe. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I stopped after my friend got drunk in college and started swinging it into it. Um, one year I had the Jason mask and the Freddy glove, so I just. <laughs> Combined the two things. That's dope as shit, though. No one fucks with that. <laughs> and I ripped up a T-shirt and made blood stains on it. <laughs> it's just like I don't know what I'm, real blood. I don't know what I'm referencing, but this is... <laughs> apparently this is creepy. Kim, what scary stuff were you for? Thanksgiving. Ugh, nothing. No? no. Cool. All right, I was the Terminator, and that was really neat. Oh, did you? Were you a pretty legit Terminator? It was the the I think I actually tried to use it twice because it was so cool it was a face mask where half of your face it covered it up or it covered up one eye uh, and half your nose and like your left cheek and then they gave you like skin putty to put oh, around like, like blend it or whatever to blend it to make it look like your face was half torn off like Arnold and then the left eyeball had a cord that ran behind your ear into your pocket and you could plug in a 9 volt and your eye would light up red oh that's good it was fucking and awesome you just saw red out of your left eye forever <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's my left eye is actually worse prescription wise <laughs> but i used to do i mean i would get like the the bullet hole stuff um, oh yeah from yeah the the store with that, the the putties yeah with the, and and do some of that but that's the same it was probably yeah. the same thing um 
Adam, who you know, a friend of mine that I've known for a long time, that's out here. Uh, his dad was really into making Thanksgiving. Cousins. That's so awesome. he got like some legit. Like he he was an upside down person. What? Where they like sewed a shirt and overalls and stuff inverted, and like he had eye holes like in the back pockets of the butt. What? And he just had to hold his arms up like this because they were the pants, <laughs> and and like this he's awesome. wearing shirt a shirt as pants, and then it had like a head that hung at his crotch, so it looked like a person yeah. walking on their hands. Mm-hmm. He was also like a a hospital patient, and they made a really lightweight balsa wood bed that strapped over his shoulders and with like fake legs and stuff, and then a bed skirt, so it looked like he was a dude in a bed walking around. What? And then his doctor, his doctor chart said Doctor Kavorkian on it. (laughs) I never. I mean, I never really did Thanksgiving. Like as a little kid, when you could trick or treat, I guess I did. But then once I got like into high school, where I guess is where you like really would put your own effort into making Thanksgiving costume or whatever. I never really did anything Thanksgiving like anymore. So. I my I do you guys remember when you stopped? Cuz I remember when I stopped. It was yeah. I I bought the mask, you know, the, the Jim Carrey yeah. the mask. It was a full rubber head costume and like this silky vest thing that <laughs> like kind of tied in his whole like Caribbean scene and a beret. And I bought that for one year and then it was like Halloween, a week before Halloween. He's like, I'll just do the mask again. And I just like took the mask and like a t-shirt. <laughs> and then the year after that, done. <laughs> it just like tapered off. I don't even know why. I was like, I'll just stay home with dad. No, my dad's way into it too. He does like artisan pumpkin carving. And he, he made, when I was really little, he made like a like a five foot tall dummy, like creepy, creepy dummy that he crafted with like, a, he used a basketball and then he used nylons that he stuffed and molded to make like a really weird creepy face or whatever Whoa. he's the kind of person that would like put a dummy out for like the three weeks leading up to halloween and then go out and sit there himself yeah oh, so everybody in the neighborhood what a made, dick neighborhood's used to it and then <laughs> and then like, and that's, then, like oh, awesome. that's just that dummy that's been sitting out there for three but weeks that, and like oh no shit it's real that's all those videos where it's like some dude just Getting reacts punched. and punches him yeah. right in the face or something. Yeah. Ooh, boof. Me and my cousins and I live in the same neighborhood. So we would always start at my house and then trick or treat through the neighborhood and end at their house. One year it snowed and my mom had to drive us through to trick or treat. In North Dakota, it always was like several yeah, feet of snow. You always had to like get a costume that, like, if you were of actual trick or treating age. You know, it's sort of the opposite, I guess, of how most people dress or most women dress for Halloween as they get older. I would like to talk about that but after this. You always had to have a costume where you could like wear your long johns underneath or that incorporated like a heavy sweatshirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> also, so, speaking of my cousins and trick or treating, one year one of my cousins went as just like the Grim Reaper, sort of, you know, mm-hmm. a traditional lame costume with the black and like a plastic you know, staff or whatever. A scythe. And he had a... Him and his brother both had glow sticks, like, on, you know, string around their neck or whatever. For whatever reason, he started, like, chewing on his glow stick. (laughs) He's got cancer now, right? (laughs) (laughs) He he punctured it, swallowed a bunch of the glow stick solution. That's pretty spooky. So the combination of too much Halloween candy and glow stick solution made him vomit... And he had just glow-in-the-dark vomit all over the front yard. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so good. 
The best party mom, trick ever. His mom was real happy about that. <laughs> well, at least she could tell like where it was. I can guess. Yeah, I'm not gonna step in that shit. Oh, if you drank a bunch of glow stick stuff and you like tried to shit really fast, do you think it <laughs> so? Would... Just mix some glow sticks in with some laxatives. Yeah, you could get shit into Ugh. a bowl and it would glow. Well, wouldn't you want to? Like, wouldn't you want a solid glowing turd? Yeah. But then you couldn't, you know, you can't just make some, make it's yourself liquid. digest you, it really you, if fast. You drink it, if you drink it and then go sit and then just push until, like, something happens. <laughs> something you, will happen. Do you think that liquid would be able to travel, like, all the way to the colon fast enough? No. Before it didn't no. glow anymore? Or no. gave you some sort of weird <laughs> internal disease? No, I don't think that would work. I'm sorry. I've... I've wanted to do weird Wonka type candies that affect your bowel movements. I've and wanted to poison for a, children for, for a while. Like Harry Potter candies. Well, I think that if you like like the everlasting gobstopper only your urine changed to magical rainbow colors. <laughs> I I that the thing whatever it is in the movie with the everlasting gobstopper, I wanted one of those so fucking bad cuz it's like rainbow colored and weird sharp angles. It's like I have to know what that tastes like. I have to know it. And then they brought out the everlasting gobstopper yeah. cans like this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> this is not what they They should have movie at all. They should at least make them like jagged and, you know, a choking hazard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were probably a bigger choking hazard just as a ball. That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when of, you put a whole mouthful of it. Speaking of ball. Yes. You wanted to talk about sluts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to know, like, about what, what age is what, that, you know, girls transition into um, the slut version of everything? For, younger and younger Well, it now. gradually yes. starts when, uh, when... And why? When you stop, like... In, in my experience, when you stop actually trick-or-treating, when you're getting a costume to, like, go to Halloween parties yeah. and not to, tr- to trick-or-treat. Which treat, I've never been to one. They sound neat. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get a different type of costume. Uh-huh. And I'm sure, you know, that your, like, Halloween parties in junior high or high school are much different than Halloween parties in college or as an adult as far as Halloween the is level like of dress the or se- undress. is the second best time of the year I'd, for Facebook pictures. I, I assumed that girls just kept wearing the same costume and it gradually covered <laughs> less skin. <laughs> or it just starts older. to like tear away. It's like, oh, I'm a raggedy yeah. pirate. Um, one, <laughs> of my, one of my coworkers actually went to a Halloween party um, over the weekend and was concerned because she knew some people from work were going to be there. She was concerned that her outfit might be a little bit too slutty. I think it was totally appropriate and not an issue at all. And Picture, she, we won't know for sure. She felt much more comfortable when, like, at the party when, shortly after she arrived, someone arrived dressed as Eve from Adam and Eve, <laughs> wearing literally only a nude bra and panties, awesome. pumps, and then had a snake and an apple. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Not even like the leaf. No, nude bra and panties, snake and an apple. But you know what? To like be a fair, a real snake. No. Oh. If I was a chicken, can pull that off? I totally would do that. You know, anybody? No, I'm no. just gonna let me it's hang with that one. Desperate. Desperate? Yeah. No, like even if I'm married, I'm like, look, look at me. Yeah, exactly. Hey, look at me. Desperate for the attention. Yeah. So you agree with me? Yeah. <laughs> So then why we, did you say why, no? What's wrong, with, what's wrong with that? What are we talking about? I just what? want to show my dick to everyone. Oh. I mean, my... Your lady. My, my lady dick. What do they have? 
Someone tell me what they got. <laughs> this has been a nice walk down snakes, memory lane. Snakes and apples. Terminator, the mask. Oh, I was a pterodactyl once. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> is this? But is it the beginning of like one of your sad, sad costume stories again? It's like, and then I had to cut up a sweatshirt and tape it to my arms. No, no, it was it was one that like fit over my head, and then my arms went into like the wing inside the wings that you could control. And That's pretty good. That's I cool. don't know why I nodded because that makes good radio. Yeah. <laughs> can you hear it, guys? Internet radio. Super nodding as hard as I can. Oh, I got yeah. dizzy now. Oh, this has been fun. <laughs> Should we do some? Let's do some mail real quick. I just uh, I was checking the Facebook page. Just all that clicking was some scary mail. <laughs> some spooky. Huh? Any stuff on the Facebook page? Yeah, um, Cameron Inglis is, said, "Oh shit, I missed it." And then I said, "If he hurries, I'll read it." So he, <laughs> Cameron's got about five minutes to reply. So Cameron, Did you hear that, Cameron? Cameron in this the is, future. <laughs> this is us from the past <laughs> saying, "You better hurry the fuck up." Oh, there it goes. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to read his first though. Uh, oh, you got one though? Yeah, I just did. Oh. So I'll read it right the second. Cameron, this is like interactive radio from the past and the future. All right. What? First email. Okay. To preface, this is a three-parter. And I apologize to the writer for reading all three parts, but I think it's fucking great. <laughs> uh, this is from Stephen Seggies. Uh, first email called Stuff. Hey, guys. Uh, first off, just want to congratulate Phil on the kid and couldn't agree more with your plan to have it grow up with The Simpsons. As far as when to introduce shows, I would keep it scheduled from everything until 13 and then just open the floodgates with South Park, Tosh Plano, and others to freak it the hell out. Then at 16, when it starts to think, that's when you should give stand-up like Louis C.K. and George Carl. Like, you can't think until you're 16. <laughs> oh, shit. That's pretty good. So, uh, so it doesn't turn out to be a dick slash bitch. As far as names, I think if it were a girl, it should be Laquanda, and for a boy, it should be Kobe. But if somehow, if it actually turns out to be your kid, I think it should be named Carlos, regardless of gender. <laughs> for your book club, a great one is Emails from an Asshole, a book of Craigla Craigslist pranks by this dude. The kid should be reading this by age eight, max. Okay, so this <laughs> gets pretty pretty narrow, gnarly. Uh, and as for a question to keep on the kid topic, I was wondering if the both of you... Or all, if you have a guest. So, Kim, you were included in this question. Okay. Had a daughter, and by around eighth grade, you realized that by her freshman year, she would be a total babe. How would you react? At that point, as a father, it's got to be game over. Just take her college fund, get the equivalent in abortion, abortion payments. So, how would you react? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how would you react if your your daughter was a total babe by, like, like eighth, eighth grade? You can tell, like, oh, shit, this is going to be a problem. I would not tell her that she's beautiful. <laughs> Aww. You start to, start you're not supposed you're not supposed to to talk to tell your kids that they're attractive or cute or whatever when they're yeah. really young it, it really fucks with their heads it makes them think that that's all it gives them important. complexes you should talk to them about you know intellectual things yeah like yeah. tell them that they're stupid and they need to be smart <laughs> to win my approval <laughs> your body means nothing you are ugly that's parenting I'll, I'll just say that while that might tip the scales a little bit, I don't think, honestly, that has as much of a factor as, you know, we might like to think in, you know, who's getting some in high school. <laughs> That's true, because band was a fucking playground one. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, some of the some of the hot kids hold out because they can. Because they get those, to pick. It's those kids with the low self-esteem that are really the low self-esteem, low standards, and then they <laughs> and then you know. Well, they say that all the attractive people 
like end up sticking around uh, their hometowns yeah. because yeah. they they get they, kids. They, yeah, they mate quicker. <laughs> they mate quicker. <laughs> yeah, they get all preggers. And they do. They no, it's true. And then yeah. Yeah. There's so many people that we went to high school with that are just fucking mm-hmm. popping out their third or eighth kid by now, and they're just like, well, yeah, that. pretty soon they're gonna have some hot eighth grade daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we're gonna go back and meet them. Anyways, I would hope that our was, would be, hot daughter would be super hot. Would yeah, I hope be your daughter's hot. smart and responsible. I hope my daughter's hot as parents. fuck. Yeah, that was a boring answer. Yeah, because our kids are obviously getting married. So yeah, duh. <laughs> so I, for my son's sake, I hope your daughter's fucking hot. <laughs> well, she will be hot as fuck. Don't worry. She'll have a massive head and a big nose. No, a big upturned nose. She'll be great. And like the sweetest rack for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that this, that was the first part of this three-parter email. The second one from Stephen just called. Just says hmm. Subject. Uh, the subject is hmm, and this was minutes after the first one. I I didn't exactly proofread my email, and I look like a total jackass at the end there. Sorry, guys. If you want to cut my last email like a couple sentences, I feel much like a smaller asshole than normal. The normal question still stands, though. Haha. <laughs> so. So you just went ahead and disregarded that request. Thing. And then um, so that was because we haven't recorded in a while. That was August twenty fifth, and I got another one October twentieth. From Steven again. <laughs> Subject, really weighing on his mind. Subject, well, shit. Hey, guys, I know I said I didn't like the last one of the first email, but to be honest, the entire thing makes me feel like a huge asshole. <laughs> Do what you want with it, but I'm letting you know that reading that made me feel like shit and that hearing that on the next podcast, knowing that somewhere between five and seven people, just kidding, will also hear it will be one of the darker moments of my life, probably. Aww, and you did it anyway. It's the- Thanksgiving. Episode. <laughs> I don't know. It's just more of an apology if you have wives or anyone on the show who wouldn't appreciate it as a whole. If you already recorded it, whatever. This is just more to get off my chest. <laughs> Steven, also, I have to point out. Yeah. Do you really think that Joey and Phil would marry people <laughs> that would be easily offended? <laughs> so, quick question from Daniel Forg. Uh, the old DF. I got two. The old DF says, uh, how would you like to die? Which is a little ominous. Yeah. When your time comes, how would you like to die? Do you... This kind of comes down to whether you'd want to know that you're about to die or whether you'd like it to be sudden. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a, tr- I, that's a tough question. I had a dream once that because I have like a thing with flying that just suddenly developed when I was like 16. I suddenly hated to fly. And I had a dream that I it was like first person. So just basically like me sitting in the chair and the plane started to go down and gravity started to sink like towards the front of the plane. So like the plane started to nosedive and I felt myself being like pulled against the seat and it was like legitimately is like the plane is going down we are gonna crash and i'm gonna die and i woke up and that was like the most terrifying dream i had ever had because everything felt so super real so like i don't know if i would want to know <laughs> it's like because like that 10 seconds before i woke up and realized it was a dream that was like one of those dreams you wake up and you're like breathing heavy and yeah freaking out about <laughs> so spooky dreams but i don't know that's that sucks <laughs> dying in general probably would suck because like, people are always like, I want to die in my sleep, but I, 
those people are having like the worst night terrors as they descend <laughs> yeah. into nothingness. I yeah. want to die peacefully in my sleep. How's that? Uh, I don't want to die. <laughs> Is that I want to be like heavily doped up on morphine in the hospital. Yeah. Doing whatever the fuck I want in my fantasy world. <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty good. I'd yeah. be on board with that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just, why don't we just get some morphine, guys? <laughs> I'm sure we can make some. Let's make some toilet morphine. <laughs> That's what that show was about, right? Uh, Anamorphines? Anamorphs. No. Yeah. No. Uh, what it was? Let me have another one. If he doesn't Oh, he also asked if we've cut any audio from LOLJK. <laughs> <laughs> have we? There, uh, there's probably... All the audio. <laughs> there's probably... In, in those hour and a half shows, there's probably an entire separate episode that yeah. is not aired. And it's not because it's, like, offensive or anything. It's just because it's, like, we get too drunk or this <laughs> is not... Or just, like, this topic was bad. It's bad. It's usually ones I bring. So, yeah, totally. We <laughs> we cut the shit out of that show. Or I cut the shit out of that show. Um, all right. Next email from the latecomer Cameron Inglis. Subject, poop and babies, but not together because <laughs> babies poo as it is. Hey, Joey and Phil. So now that Phil is having a baby, I have to make an obligatory callback to a previous question of mine. First of all, congratulations. I hope your child is born with arms and legs, <laughs> although that would ruin your ability to dress the kiddo up as destructive box characters. Hey, Joey, where is Pooh Shouts? Maybe I missed a memo or something, but I recall you relenting and agreeing to draw some turds yelling at one another. So what's the deal? Has storyboarding been involved, voice acting, or are they just fart noises? Any hoot, you guys are great. Keep up the awesome work. Um, we should probably make destructive box before we make poo shouts. <laughs> be my guess. Apparently, the people are clamoring for poo shouts. <laughs> <laughs> I did draw Mr. Poop. You did. We should just make it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Screamy girl agrees. Uh, well, um, I don't know. We've been we've been working on writing stuff. I think that's just been our focus lately. So we haven't actually been producing content. Exposed Magico. YouTube channel's been kind of dead, and podcast feed's been a little slow, so... Get on it, you guys. Yeah. <sighs> Jeez. Got this whole pregnant wife thing. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> yeah. It's half my fault. <laughs> yeah, mostly your fault. Okay. Uh. All right. Two more emails I'm combining into one from Adam, scumdog, Adam Raton. So after listening to the last Explosive Magic show... That's how we called it. So after listening to the last Explosive Magic show, I felt I should end my drought of not writing in. First off, Phil, congrats on the baby, although I'm scared to think about what your, awaits your child upon learning the podcast <laughs> and Destructive Box, but whatever. Just be sure to give your child the Phil pillow if you still have it. Also, Joey, Game of Thrones is amazing. You must get Phil to watch it by any means necessary. Ugh, if, he shrugs. I mean, I... We interviewed George R.R. Martin. That was a very compelling interview. I know. He you sounds heard. kind of like... Like a very uncomfortable large man. Yeah. <laughs> you should really, you know, if you watch it, then you can, I'll let you sit in on the next time Goodness we interview. Goodness, potassium, him. though. We're going to have to call him back when season four starts, so you have time to catch up. Yeah, season four spoilers. Which we already got, but we're gonna, we'll talk to him, yeah. We'll get a little inside info if you guys want to tune in for that. Uh, finally, I may have asked this before, but of all the guests you have had on the podcast and all the skits you have done on the podcast, which were your favorites? Be sure to out your friends and possibly your wives. P.S. Seggies, I haven't forgotten. Your friend, Adam Scumdog, and Raton. Phil, what's your favorite moment that involves me? 
Um, That's not what he said. Uh, the dinner hour is the best thing we've ever recorded by far. Oh yeah. my Let's, god, the dinner hour. The dinner hour, like it's the best. Yeah. We will never top that ever. Logic improv, logic bro. Let's look at the papers. <laughs> That's what I don't remember. There are no laws against looking at gold. There. Let's look at the documents. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the best thing. We'll never do another one because that seriously took like a day and a half to recover from. Yeah. But and Phil, <laughs> I don't know if I ever told the story, but I was like I had to stay up until like five thirty, so I would be sober sober enough to go to sleep. And uh, Kyle and Arnie went home, and then Phil was sleeping upstairs. And all of a sudden, I hear Phil walking around in the room above me. Oh yeah. The door of the bathroom <laughs> opens, and I was like, "Oh, Phil's out going to the restroom." And then I hear the faucet turn on. And then 10 minutes later, it's still running. I go upstairs. Phil had gone back to sleep and plugged the drain of the sink and turned the hot water on so that the sink was full and draining out that, like, emergency stop at the top. (laughs) Well, not sure what your plan was there, buddy. I don't know if if you have normal sinks like me where you just, to turn it off, you just pull up the thing in the back and walk away. That's how I turn things up everywhere I go. <laughs> Ruining carpets all over the place. Uh, quick postscript to Adam's email because he had a couple other small questions. Phil, will you name your child Joey too? No. Did we bring that up on the show? Uh, I think you have. Okay, because I, like. I really hope we didn't because that <laughs> I, I can't remember. And if not, that is amazing. But yeah. Because yeah. it's come up a lot. Um, Adam, even if he doesn't, uh, that is what I will call it. So... Or call him, because now we know it's him. Joey, will you ever grow your beard to eternity? I don't... I don't understand the question. Basically, he's just going to stop shaving his beard. Will you grow it for eternity? You know what? If I did that, it would probably stop growing. Because, like... And I don't know what it is. It just, like, hits a point. Yeah, I just don't think you have the capacity to have a big, woolly, bushy beard. Which I would if I could. If I would, I would have a fill beard. But I can't. Yeah. Mine, mine's a couple weeks in. I'm going to end up getting rid of it, though. But then it may, you look like you're, like, 18. Yeah, then I'll, it'll grow back. And then you... <laughs> in, like, That's a day. That's how hair works. Huh, weird. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. You guys, these pictures are fucking gross. I'm going to leave. I don't like okay. this. I'm turning this Why up. It's successful. Up? Thanksgiving. Yeah. A spooktacular unplanned. So, I guess, Phil, Phil, we had loosely talked about what we want to do with the magic show. Uh, we, we deviated from our normal plans a little bit this week. Uh, but, guys, we're, we're kind of open to doing some experiments with the magic show. Um, no. deviating keep it, keep a little it interesting. bit. Yeah, because I, I think the original version of the show, it's like we, we felt it was like a variety sort of do whatever we want to do on it, and it was getting kind of taxing to come up with multiple sections of that every time. So if every episode is like its own sort of variety act in itself, like, you know, Thanksgiving, spectacular, or, you know, like a, an improv game for an episode. Like, if you guys have any ideas of stuff you want us to to do, we're, we're you know, all ears. Just really yeah. want to experiment, get nude. <laughs> Phil and I brought improv books, so yeah. we're going to get, like, totes good at improv. Stay tuned next time for the State of Ska Music. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is one of them pitched already. That's true. And Kim looks excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Explosive Magic Show. Uh, subscribe to our podcast feed where you can check out other shows like LOLJK featuring Kim. Yeah. And Paranoia Shop and whatever, whatever else we decide to put up on there. And man trapped in <laughs> You can closet. find the podcast feed at uh, tastefulblackface.com mm-hmm. as well as uh, amateurblackface.com yeah. and professionalblackface.com. And I believe we've got one more. No, that's a different show. Oh. You can also get it at godmakespoop.com, but that's a different show altogether. <laughs> uh, subscribe, tell your friends, please rate us. You know, talk about how awesome the magic show is on iTunes in the review section. Yeah. Click a star thing. You know, or several. Click, you know, say which show is your favorite in the thing, and then we'll start an internal competition as long as it's, you know, one Ooh. of the shows that I'm on. Yeah. That's fine. Most of them. Yeah, which I just gotta keep starting I'll just increase my odds. I'm rooting for Phil. <laughs> There's no show called Phil. No? No. What have you been doing with all of those audio things I've been sending you? <laughs> Can you start a show that's just called Phil? I don't know what it just would like be, but just do it. Just yourself yeah, just me. in yeah. the car on the way home from work. Yeah. Phil. Just Phil's music. Commute. Commute. Your, your audio diary. I'll, I'll lend you my recorder. All right. All right. I'll do Phil. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. New show coming soon. Phil. Look yeah, forward. I'm, right the I'm excited. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> I actually legitimately am. Well, Kim, thanks for for taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit on the couch and record with us. You're welcome. Thanks so. for having me <laughs> in my own in my home. own home. <laughs> you live here. Yeah. We live in the studio. <sighs> well, this is fun. Happy pilgrim, guys. Yeah. Send us some slutty pictures. Of ladies. <laughs> Preferably. I was gonna say yeah. All those dudes who listen. <laughs> Those underage dudes. Thanks, guys. See you Don't next. send us pictures. Don't send us pictures. <laughs> Bye. Listen to a magic show? Yes. <laughs> Do you know what's happening right now? Yeah. It's the I'm after party. With the after party. It's a spooky one. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so startled. I'm so startled. I'm so startled. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the first time it's I'd... like that party in Harry Potter with all the ghosts and they eat gross, smelly things. What? <laughs> Nearly headless Nick. Gets all shamed because he's not as popular as everyone. <laughs> you guys want to do a dramatic reading of all the Harry Potter books on a podcast? <laughs> be a really long podcast. It'd be pretty it's dope. Called the audio books yeah. done badly. <laughs> oh, let's do that podcast. Audio books done badly. Yeah. <laughs> just like so many, new, so many new podcasts. <laughs> let's record some of those scary stories. Like, and then the guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the ghost says, "Googity boogity doogity boo." We should just read read, read children's books very, very judgmentally. Look <laughs> at a fucking idiot! Look at this. The dog's talking, and he's not freaking out at all. On weekdays after film. <laughs> I'm seriously gonna give you my recorder so you can you can record an episode of that. <laughs> just just be me on my commute. <laughs> yep. I'll record. I'll if you record an episode of Phil, I'll make you a theme song. Right. Okay. Great. Well, that's not what we're gonna give for the bonus this week. A theme uh, song? Huh? A theme song? No, that's not. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's way worse. Make make me a zombie. I'll make Phil a zombie, or draw him as a zombie. I don't. Whatever I have time to do. Zombie me. Destructive box. Real, real, real Phil is a zombie. Real Phil is a zombie. Not, not, not destructive box. Phil is a zombie. Right. Yeah. This isn't a destructive box show. Yeah. What's that show? I don't know. We don't make it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Destructivebox.com slash zombie guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't decide uh, because it, I, if my guy's there too, then I didn't want it to be zombie Phil. So it's zombie guys. <laughs> Let's go eat some candy. I have some. I have some, a bag of Red Starburst because I ate all the other ones. If you like, I walk in the kitchen <laughs> and I see that Thanksgiving candy, <laughs> and it's like those little packages of two Starbursts together, and then suddenly it's just a bunch of Red Starbursts. Yeah, the ghost ate the other ones. <laughs> Apparently, Joy doesn't like the red ones because red ones are fucking disgusting. I should just stop making them. They're wasting so much Starburst taffy. <laughs> just throw that shit away in front of hungry people. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Uh, boo. Ooh. Ah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, the thing.